From Halloween's Diner, we're the Halloweeniacs, a podcast series where Matt Douglas and Greg Douglas from the Nightmare 365 podcast and Tom Piccarella and I, Michael Piccarella from the Jack Lantern Press podcast, mash together for various discussions about all things Halloween. In this series, the four of us do an episode every 31st of every month that has a 31st. Tonight, although Greg is not here, we're here to talk about what we've done, what we do, and what we plan to do to get in the mood or rather get inspired for Halloween. So we're going to split this conversation into three parts. We're going to talk about past preparations, current combobulations, and future inspirations to get into the Halloween season. So guys, how's it going? And are you ready for the witching hour this evening at midnight? I'm a little nervous. I get nervous, but also very giddy at this time of year. Okay. Yeah, Tom? Same. Yep. Same here. I'm, uh, I've already been kind of getting excited about Halloween and already been doing stuff for a little while, but when it gets close to this, it's really starting to set in that, uh, you know, it's coming and, uh, we're close. We're, we're definitely close. Yeah. The witching hour. Um, I think for those who listen to our podcast, the Jack Leonard press podcast, they probably know what the witching hour is. But for those of the nightmare 365 folks out there who don't know what it is, we do write about it in our book, Transylvania traveler, which you can find for a very cheap price at Jack Again, that's Transylvania traveler at Jack Um, We write about the witching hour, which takes place at night every July 31st, although technically it's August 1st um, at midnight. Um, Bewitched witches come together in Transylvania's Witch's Meadow for their time-honored ritual between midnight and 1 a.m. Again, that's officially August 1st, but the night of August or July 31st. They perform in what's called the witching hour, casting spells that open Transylvania's great portals during the ceremonies of the witching hour festival to transport monsters, ghouls, and goblins to the human world in preparation for Halloween. So, yeah, basically tonight, those great portals will be opened up and all the monsters of Transylvania's monster universe will come through to the human world to start prep uh, preparing for Halloween. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. I'm definitely excited about that. Have you guys always celebrated July 31st, August 1st? Um, well, we've always kind of, as kids, we always got into Halloween probably around August, but I think Tom and I made it an official thing on Jack-O-Lantern Press when we came up with Jack-O-Lantern Press. Is that true, Tom? Or did we, yeah. were we celebrating yeah. it before we had Jack-O-Lantern Press? Well, I don't, not actually the specific day. We just, when we were putting together Jack-O-Lantern Press, we decided what would be a good day because, and this, this gets into more of the conversation that we were having or that we will have about past type stuff um, where when we actually start to get really pumped about, about Halloween. So I'll wait for that to sort of answer that question. Yeah, but I the, think- the, the August, August 1st, is is basically we decided that that was officially when people get excited 
Yeah, um, the witching hour. So so we came up with Jack Lantern Press in 2015. So yeah, basically August 1st became the witching hour. So midnight of July 31st, which is tonight, um, that's when these witches come together. They put together some spells. They open these great portals and then monsters in these huge numbers start coming over to the human world to start preparing for Halloween. So they'll, they'll start loading into uh, the neighborhoods around you. They'll start jumping out of bushes. They'll start uh, climbing under your beds, into your closets and, uh, you know, just getting you into the spirit the same way we are all getting into Halloween right now. I do love it. And I think you guys jump into it a lot earlier than I have ever jumped into it, which I really enjoy. So then I guess the question is, so getting into our conversation past preparations, when you were a kid, how early did you get into Halloween and what did you do to get into Halloween? Like when you, I guess I'm trying to think like in the past. So are we talking about like when I was a little kid? And kind of like my mom dictated everything for us. Or as I got a little bit older into like the teen years, because I have a lot of different errors that you could say, like parents, you know, they introduce certain holidays and then it's like, all right, it's go time. And then when I got a little bit older, I kind of morphed into my own traditions as far as like getting inspired or getting pumped up for Halloween. Yeah. I mean, I guess from, when you were a kid to maybe the teenage years, but not your adult years. Cause that will be like the middle part of our discussion, like more of currently what we do. From what I remember, I remember my mom pretty much in September, usually like halfway through September, we, you know, did a few things where we would go out and maybe get some pumpkins or start thinking about, you know, like decorations, costumes and things like that. But yeah, I, I don't remember ever, you know, looking at August and saying like, yo, August is definitely, you know, go time, the witching hour for Halloween. Like, let's go all out. Okay. And t- Tom, what about you? I well, think I our mean, experience you and I, will probably yeah. be similar. Yeah, we're, we're, we're probably pretty similar. I mean, the, the big thing I think with our childhood and what we've done in the past is Halloween has has been big in our house since we even knew what Halloween was. Uh, you know, my dad always set stuff up. He had this reel to reel that we've mentioned on on other podcasts uh, that he did this recording and he he did like these different growls and stuff and slowed it down and he would always play that you know around Halloween time, but the preparation up to Halloween was always pretty huge. I mean, we would go and watch movies, you know, the old movies from the forties um, like Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. Um, and, and we would always, you know, start prepping and getting decorations put up and stuff. And it wasn't until, you know, we got a little bit older, like even when we hit like seven, seven or eight, maybe I think it was a little bit more hardcore where we, we had, I, I mean, I, I can't even tell you how many types of costumes. And I mean, one time we, we had this like plastic treasure chest and inside this plastic treasure chest, we used to put just a ton of, you know, all of our masks. We had um, different costumes. We had even the, 
the rubber sort of um, uh, hand, like gloves that you put on that like extend your fingers. And then they have like these claws on them for different types of costumes. I remember one time we took all of that stuff and we laid it out into this room. We put all of our masks in a row. We had action figures. We had all oh, of this. Oh, yeah, the like, monsters. I still have those monsters, yeah. by the way. They're like Barbie dolls, but monsters. If you, I mean, I wouldn't call them action figures. They were basically exactly like what a Barbie doll was, but I, I still have them. There's a Frankenstein, a Dracula, a zombie, a mummy, a wolfman. Um, and yeah, I still have them. a couple of them are pretty beat up, like the rubber bands that that are inside the the arms and legs that kind of hold the joints together. Some of those dried out and broke off. But I remember as a kid, though, when we were kids, Tom, like dad never like we never put anything up until at least October. It wasn't yeah, until we yeah. got a little bit older than when we were in like our teens when we would it was always cracked monster party that magazine so cracked that wasn't was like, when we were in our teens though maybe we were, a little younger we were like yeah seven eight years old and we were going to get cracked we moved out of 72 santa Claus. yeah i was when we yeah, were I was like, like 12 10. or 13 yeah so yeah it's, yeah you're probably yeah you're right so it's probably right around then so cracked magazine was like mad magazine but i always liked cracked better because at in the summertime and and halloween time they had an edition called monster party and cracked and that usually came out like in the summertime so right away we could start getting into monsters and to me um from that point till my teenage years well into my teens um i would get into halloween by getting into monsters first so i would read cracked monster party i'd pull all those magazines out which i still have by the way uh we would and watch famous famous monsters uh yeah, magazine. famous monsters of Filmland magazine um then we would watch mad monster party which was that stop motion film that came out in 1967 I would always listen to uh, the chilling, the new chilling, thrilling sounds of the haunted house record album, the 1979 version that always got me into Halloween. And I would yep. listen to that in the summer. And then, like you said, Tom, you know, if, if we could pull out dad's tape, Frankenstein meets the wolf, the wolf man from 1943, we'd watch that. And so I would get into monsters. And then as it got closer to Halloween, then probably then start looking more at, at Halloween stuff, you know, the decorations would come out, those paper decorations, and that would get me into to Halloween. Halloween with pumpkins and mice. Halloween, it's so nice. Exactly. I know you guys, <laughs> I think Mike has this book. I don't know if you do, Tom, but like listening to your conversations, it, it really is funny and I get excited. And because I feel like I didn't grow up knowing you. We met kind of through like the Halloween realm and I feel like you guys have exactly the same story as my brother and I, and it's funny as hell. I really do enjoy it. And it's great because we kind of had the same traditions, maybe changed a little bit, but it, it just seems exactly the same. And it's almost like reliving my childhood, hearing you guys talk. I, I think that's what makes it neat. Like uh, with our, our sort of friendship only because 
I mean, Mike and I, it was like, it's very distinct that we were always stoked about Halloween. But what's crazy about it is that there's another set of brothers that do the same thing. And I think that that's what makes it kind of fun, though, is that uh, somebody else is doing the same thing. So all these other people that are out there, even probably some of our listeners, maybe even have their similar sort of story with when they grew up and at least we know there's there's like people out there that are interested in the same stuff and did some of the same stuff so matt what what book were you talking about oh the, so the book like one of my questions was the from the encyclopedia the halloween encyclopedia by lisa morton so yeah as you guys were talking and you know referencing your book transylvania traveler about the witching hour so i was looking in her book because i remember there was a passage about sort of the witching hour but it doesn't really say the witching hour and in her book under witches which is if you have the book look up page 192 where it says halloween was supposedly one of the four great witch festival days and it lists off april 30th it lists off november eve i guess october 31st and then uh candle mass which is another one in february 2nd and then it said there's another one in August 1st. Whoa, really? Yes. So, oh, wow. Because I remember seeing the passage and I remember, you know, hearing about that. And I remember, you know, thinking like, all right, there, there is a connection. I know it was in one of my books that I have on Halloween. And then when you guys were talking, I said, I have to look this up. So I was like, all right, where is it? Is it under Halloween? Because it all of this book is, it's a great book. It's a great reference if anybody wants to look up anything to do with Halloween from like A to Z. And, you know, the problem with that book is if you get that the physical book, which you have to get, it's really expensive right now. I have is the it really? e-version of it. Dude, you've got to get the book. Because it doesn't have like a, a table of contents that you can, you know, if, if I wanted to click on the W's or something, I can't do that. Now, you, there's a search where you can click on a magnifying glass and type in, like, witching hour. But the problem is it's not going to go to, like, the witching hour entry. It'll just pull up witching hour in every sense that it's used in the book. Uh, so it's not, like, easily navigatable if that's a word so what is it is it navigable is it just an old old book that no longer is being printed that's why it's expensive yeah i mean it does suck but it is a great book and if anybody can get their hands on it i would definitely recommend yeah let me look at the the copyright on this book i mean it's changed i think a couple times it's listed at 19 no so this is copyrighted 2002 the book that i have so yeah, it's 20 years old, but it's kind of cool like getting into the witching hour or it's not really called that. I it's doesn't really say anything besides Halloween and the four great festivals of witches. And then the, the one for August 1st is called I guess this is how you would pronounce it, Lammas, L A M M A S. In Britain, all were at the stroke of midnight. They would celebrate and then testimonies delivered during the witches trial in Aberdeen described typical witches Halloween activities as including music playing, dancing, and then a bunch of different other things. And it's really cool. And I would definitely recommend. So, yeah, like when you guys were mentioning that, I was like, dude, the witching hour. And then I always 
in the lore of witching hour, it's that three to four o'clock in the morning and it's people right, who are like right. sensitive and they say, you know, that's like the true witching hour where the evil spirits come out and play. So it was, it was just a really cool reference to Halloween and then also the four festivals of witches. And I wonder if any Wiccans or people that are witches today kind of still celebrate those four days. Yeah, I wonder. And I would imagine they would probably think that our witching hour festival is probably blasphemous. But <laughs> nevertheless, we enjoy it. Well, it's funny that you say that, too, because and this is where I feel like the connection and like knowing you guys and then listening to you, even like me listening to your show. It's really cool because, like I said, we kind of celebrate the same things. Maybe it's a little different and a little off, but I made her. I mean, I don't want to jump ahead because this is like a tradition that I kind of started as I got older and, you know, my mom wasn't dictating everything, but August 31st going into September, that's when I started to really like go all out. Ah, okay. Okay. That is, yeah, I do remember that last year you saying, I think you called it the witching hour on August 31st. Yeah. That was like, that was like my witching hour. And like for me, Halloween is celebrated all year long. It's like little tidbits of things here and there, you know, like when we talk about getting certain decorations or getting prepared for costumes or just something to add to the studio or my Halloween tree that's in the studio. So I'm always kind of keeping it around, but it really doesn't kick off until like, I guess you could say our witching hour or, you know, the kickoff to Halloween for us, which is so pretty much just at the end of the month. Do you do so July or sorry, August 31st, what kinds of things do you do to, to get into Halloween? So the way I set it up, which as I gotten older and now have my own house and I kind of get yelled at because I can't put too much up. I always started inside. So on August 31st is inside decoration. So I slowly started putting things out. You know, like they come out of the box, they come from, you know, the basement and they start going into the house. And then pretty much I've been pushing it a little bit, but then middle September, usually at the end of September, I'll go all out and I'll start decorating outside. Because I I want the way I looked at it and the way I viewed it was August 31st is pretty much exactly two months till Halloween. And I want as much Halloween time as possible. I love it. I love what it. What types what types of stuff do you put up? Like right around August uh 31st, what type of stuff are you putting up? So I have so I have like my die cuts, you know, that I have the paper ones and I've collected a bunch more over the years. They'll start going up on the doors and I guess they would be die cuts. I don't know how they're like I could probably look that up real quick, but I don't know how they're described is their die cut papers, but then also they have like this like mesh paper. I don't know. And it's like accordion style. So it's like their legs and their hands hang. So oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I don't know about. like the proper name that they're actually called. Cause I had them for years and I never really cared to like look it up. I just thought they were cool. So I have like regular just die cuts. And then I also have those that I start hanging up and then 
I'm a big fan of witches and I'm a big fan of pumpkins. So I have little trinkets of pumpkins that start going up on like the mantles and just on certain tables and things like that. So it's, it's little things. It's nothing like too crazy, but it's like, those are some of the main things. And you just like kind of gradually in those two months leading up to Halloween, you gradually put out more and more and more. Is that kind of how it goes? Well, yeah, usually it's pretty much starts on, you know, August 31st. And then I used to put up like lights too. And depending on like the different rooms, I'll put up like the orange and purple lights. And then every night from then on, I'll always have them on. Kind of like thinking about like the jack-o'-lantern and keeping the light on in the jack-o'-lantern. But this is just kind of a way to have the lights on for Halloween. But yeah. Do you do you guys do anything like do you start watching movies? Do you, you know, like for me, I will often go to Home Goods because they get their Halloween stuff. Like right around now, they're getting their Halloween stuff. Michael's, the craft Michaels, store. Yeah. They have the spooky town. So I'll go look at that stuff. Um, I'll start checking like Spirit Halloween, even though they're not, the store's not open yet. Huh? Like right now, there's uh, a, an old Toys R Us where I live and they already have the sign that says coming soon. But I'll go online, check out YouTube because they'll, they'll have like the new the new items that, spirits gonna have um i'll start checking like not scary farm and see if there's any new mazes or universal because they have new mazes every year so i'll see what what mazes because they'll gradually start they'll announce like one or two mazes um i think in may they start coming out but right now i think there are three mazes announced but gradually until halloween they'll they'll be announcing another maze and another maze so those are kind of the things that that I've done in the last number of years. Of course, Jack Lantern Press, we start doing more stories for our blog. Uh, so since 2015, Tom and I have been doing that, uh, um, you know, doing stories for that. So that kind of gets me into, uh, into the Halloween spirit. Do, do you guys do anything like that? Do you, you know, pull out certain books or start watching certain movies, listening to certain music? Yeah. I mean, for me, I, I take, I take almost the same sort of direction, uh, but it's a little bit different. I mean, I'll start, if we're talking about right now, I, I, that's kind of like, I've already started doing stuff and I started doing that, you know, like a month ago. So there's something about the middle of summer. I don't know what triggers it, but there's something about the middle of summer that all of a sudden I just want to watch horror movies like the old the old movies or I'll throw on some Sherlock Holmes and a lot of the times the the interesting part about like the Sherlock Holmes movies is a lot of the directors uh that did you know Frankenstein meets the Wolfman and the Wolfman and and you know um the Invisible Man stuff like that they they directed uh the Sherlock Holmes there's also like the same some of the same actors and you also have the the music is the same so you hear you hear that so sometimes instead of me watching you know a, a horror movie i'll watch sherlock holmes oh from yeah that same time frame like the, it has the, yeah it has roy william neal did did frankenstein meets the wolfman he did a ton of those sherlock holmes movies and then of course because it's universal hans j salter did the, the scores so and a lot of those scores were straight from 
those horror movies, which that that music that's in that we know from Frankenstein meets the Wolfman is in it's in mummy movies. It's in uh, those Sherlock Holmes movies. It's like so, yeah, that feel and, you know, uh, Roy William Neal's direction, the way he the way things were lit because he's probably using the same craftsman on his shows. Oh, it's like, exactly. Yeah. It's like, it, it has the feel. So it's like, yeah, yeah so, you can totally get into it. So the, the one, the one that I love watching right, you know, in the middle of, of summer is the Scarlet Claw. And I usually oh, yeah. watch it again when it comes time with, you know, when, as it gets closer, even on like, you know, when I'm watching movies with dad, when I go to visit him, but it's the 1944, the Scarlet Claw, it has, you know, Basil Rathbone in it, Nigel Bruce, but uh, that Roy Williams um, is the director of that. And I think the, the music was also done by yeah, Hans uh, the J. Same Salter. Guy. Yeah, yeah, same guy. I mean, in some cases, it's not even a new score. They just repurpose the score. Yeah, yeah. But that's so I, I, I watch those. I start getting into like different tabletop games. I start reading uh, just a ton of different books. Like this year uh, for Christmas, I actually got this Dungeons and Dragons book. Um, it's called Van Richten's Guide to um, <clears throat> to uh, Ravenloft. And what's cool about it is it's got like a whole bunch of vampires and stuff in it. But then it started going off into like creating your own adventure and all the different, you know, horror movies or not movies, but horror like scenes that you can have. Um, and then just it just pumps me up to to just starting to think about, okay, what do I want to do this year? Then I start making plans, you know, like going to, going to dad's place, um, you know, and then I, I, I literally start just reading different types of books that have like a horror element to it, whether I pull my October dreams books out or whether I read like an RL Stein, you know, like horror land. Um, I just recently purchased this game called mansions of madness uh, which is a uh, like a tabletop game that um, you could play either with yourself or um, with a bunch of people. And you actually, it's an app driven um, sort of deal that uh, allows you to, um, it sort of follows along like a story and it has like creepy music in the background. Um, you know, I'll grab our book. But I mean, honestly, decorations and stuff like that, I have decorations already in like some of my rooms, but I don't actually start putting decorations up like Matt does. Uh, probably close to like the beginning of September is when I start, I start, um, you know, pulling stuff out and then it just goes crazy. I go crazy kind of like Matt does right around September 15th is when I, I pull everything out and I start loading the house up. Nice. Nice. All right. Yeah. So Matt, um, what about you? Is, are there any movies that you watch or books that you pull out other than the Halloween encyclopedia? Oh yeah. There's tons of stuff. I'm always reading scary stories to tell in the dark. I enjoy them, but I don't think I watch a lot of movies until it's really October, which I know it's bad because I've always said like, Oh, I'm going to watch this. And I usually have like a cycle of movies that I watch, like the monster squad, the sleepy hollow, the Disney one. And then there's always a bunch of other movies like the regular Halloween 
Friday the 13th, but I should start watching him earlier. Yeah, because there's never enough time. Right, there's never. Once it's October, it's like all those movies you wanted to watch. It's like, dude, I don't have time. But there is to watch something. All those films. There is something that happens in Jersey every year that I have never been to, and I'm trying to go this year, even though I am working on this day, and it fits in with your guys' witching hour. And that is. What is it? It's the flagship store for Spirit Halloween. Oh, yes. So we're transitioning now to what we're going to be doing in the future. What we're doing now and what we're doing in the future to get into Halloween. And that sounds like a fantastic idea to go to that flagship store. Yeah. And the only thing is, the only thing is I am working this day and they have a lot of cool things that are going on. And they had these in the past. I've just always either have been on vacation or something else going on. And it really correlates with the last weekend, usually in July, which is your guys witching hour. And this today, um, well, it's July 30th for their opening store. Matt, what? I don't think you're making it. It's already too late. It's already the 31st. I mean, it is missed it. It really is, and I'm sad. So maybe next year when they have it. But it's kind of cool because they have a bunch of different things. It is their flagship store. And this year, there's a little plot twist because they're premiering the trailer of Spirit Halloween the movie with special guests. Oh, dude, nice. With special guests. Wait a minute. When you say flagship, was this the original store that opened first and then it kind of expanded from there? or Oh, that's what I'm saying, dude. Just, if you go to fandom.com for Spirit Halloween, you can find all the history, the origin of the store, some trivia, and some gallery of old-time pictures from when they were doing it in the past. Well, that's pretty sweet. I like that it's a fandom site. I know. I use fandom all the time for, <laughs> for our Monster Mondays. Very cool. Tom, do you do anything different like these days um, or you know, anything that you plan on doing this year that's different than normal? Uh, This year, I'm actually going to try to go to dad's on Halloween because I usually go to dad's, you know, usually before Halloween because I always have, you know, a ton of stuff, you know, to do here. Uh, Like last year, I did stuff with Virtue Dome um, or the times before I've always been focused on something at my house. Uh, we don't get very many trick-or-treaters, which really kind of sucks here because that was always something that I enjoyed a lot. You know, you get your pizza and you eat that on Halloween night and you set up, you know, a big, you know, to-do. I get maybe five people here and it sucks. So I have recently not done, you know, a ton of stuff outside like I used to, Um this year, uh, I'm going to go to dad's because number one, uh, it's around, you know, his birthday and, uh, and two, I, he gets a ton of people. So I'm going to start setting up like my projection tub stuff and maybe some of my other stuff over at his house. And we're just going to watch movies. He's also going to make those little, uh, English muffin pizzas because everybody has to eat pizza on Halloween night. Cause usually it's like just a quick meal because you're going to go do something. Um, but yeah, so that, that's, 
that's what I'm going to do this year. I think for future stuff, my big focus is mainly going to be spending, you know, more time with my grandkids only because seeing Halloween through kids as they grow up, I want to make sure that the excitement of Halloween is passed off to the grandkids uh, and how excited they get about it and make sure that they realize that Halloween is, is, you know, a neat holiday. So that, that's kind of what I have in store for, for myself in the future. Nice. Yeah. I think for me, what I'm going to do different is like normally at uh, the witching hour time, I start getting into monsters as I was saying before, and then I gradually grow into Halloween, but I'm going straight to Halloween. So this year I've already picked up my, uh, my Halloween and American holiday and American history from Leslie Pratt Bannatine. And I've already started to like research history. There's a couple history channel documentaries that I'll probably dig into and just start getting into more of Halloween history early on. And then there's another cool thing on a shutter back in 2019, they had the Halloween equivalent to the Christmas Yule log, which is, you know, a, of Yule log. It's like a fire burning on your TV uh, that you could just loop at Christmas time. Well, on Shutter they have what's called a ghoul log, and it's usually a jack-o'-lantern just burning. So you could put it on your TV, and it's just like kind of an atmospheric thing. Well, there was one they made, um, filmmaker Larry uh, Fezenden made, uh, if I'm pronouncing his last name correctly, he made in 2019. It's called Return of the Ghoul Log, and there's all kinds of little tricks and treats in that particular jack-o'-lantern burning um that we actually did a story on jack-o'-lantern press which we could link in the show notes um about that ghoul log but it's a really cool fun thing to kind of just have on in the background as i'm doing things around the house has cool sounds little like i said little tricks and treats but that's kind of what i was doing right now to get into halloween is yeah, just digging into the history of it, of it. And, um, so yeah, that's what I've been doing different to get into Halloween. What about you, Maddie D? That sounds really neat. Flagship store or is there anything anything else? No. So what I really been doing, you know, as far as now and to really get into it is I started a pumpkins garden, I guess you could say, well, pumpkins in my garden, so I, and I definitely want to expand on that every year. Of course, I'm always reading some weird books and I've always dive into the weird New Jersey magazines and just try to read different books, whether it's Halloween nation, the Halloween encyclopedia, scary stories to tell in the dark. I've been trying to do more of that kind of thing as far as keeping that a tradition every year. And then I definitely go to stores. Like one of the biggest things is just going to stores and looking at all the Halloween decorations, seeing what is new, like going to the flagship store for spirit Halloween and seeing the new animatronics, the new props, the new decorations that you could put outside and kind of thinking of how I could decorate my own house, you know, in the next couple months. Man, that's sweet. I love it. I love it. So, you know, I guess maybe 
we've probably been talking a little bit uh, too long here now. I think maybe we should, uh, you know, start getting to it, getting I, to uh, getting into Halloween. I well, think- I'm, just real quick before before we we do that, I've always been curious as to why. Why do you guys think that summer is makes for whatever whatever the reason is? I mean, I know it's getting close, but why do you guys think summer just brings it out like that? Well, for me, right after Fourth of July, the next holiday is Halloween. Other than Labor Day, no, I guess that that's true. Yeah. So there's that, but also like as a kid, you you didn't want to start school. So, but you know, it's coming, summer's coming to an end. So you're, you know, like once August hits, it's like, oh, summer's coming to an end. We're getting, we're going to have to go back to school sooner than later. So the next best thing to get excited about is Halloween. So, and you have all that time as a kid sitting at home. And so like for me, yeah, I was always into monsters all year round, but it really started getting close and, you know, with, with those days, you know, of, of not being in school or doing much, it's like, yeah, monsters and Halloween. So that's why it is for me. I what could, about you, Matt? I could say for me, it's the weather in the summer. Don't get me wrong. I loved the summer as a kid, just being off from school. Same thing. I never wanted to go back to school, but there's something about October and like October days and nights and where it's the most comfortable weather I feel like that it does exist, especially here in New Jersey. And we've been going through like a heat wave right here. We're not, it's just hot in the nineties, but it's also like really humid. So just thinking about October where some days I could just be out in shorts and a t-shirt, but then like the next day just be in like some type of hoodie and, you know, just pants and being super comfortable I I really always miss every time it ends. I always miss like the sights and the smells and like those gray days that we have here in Jersey, you know, during October. And it's just something about it. It's just something about like the atmosphere. And you could pretty much it's not like any other holiday. It's a holiday for like the community. But then also there's so much that you could do like people have traditions of watching movies. People have traditions of reading, you know, scary stories or, you know, decorating. And there's just so many different little activities that I look forward to like painting. Like one of my favorite things to do during like the October season is paint pumpkins. I don't know why I just really gotten into it. The older I've gotten and I just love painting pumpkins. And I, Oh, one of my traditions is painting the eight bit, Jason mask onto a pumpkin. Yeah. And yeah, that's neat. I don't know. Like there's, there's things like that. So there's something pretty much for everybody. If you really wanted to get into it, you know, like listening to music, some of the old records and I've been putting together, not just some of the old vinyl records and, you know, CDs and cassette tapes that I have, but also on like YouTube, I've been building up like a playlist. And I think even like last year, Mike showed me, because I don't think I ever knew this, the cartoon, the original cartoon from Trick or Treat, where like it inspired Sam. And I've been putting together these playlists, whether they're songs or like old, 
movies or little cartoons or anything that pertains to like the Halloween season. And that's one of the things that I start playing like right around this time to really get me pumped up. Yeah. And I think honestly, for me with, with why I feel like it, it, it is, it starts to get exciting in the summer is I think after when, when you're younger and you get out of school, you're having more like sleepovers, you have more freedom you know, to kind of like do whatever you're going to do. You know, you're not going to school, coming home, doing homework, that sort of stuff. So then what did that do? At least in, in my time, you know, in the eighties and nineties, we would go out and rent movies, order pizza. We would always rent some type of slasher horror movie in the summertime. And we would be watching those all between what Mike, all probably be between like the end of June, all through July into August. And then when we went back to school, it was always like, Oh yeah, the next holiday, like you were saying, Mike is Halloween. And I think that just that sort of pattern that we would have as we were growing up, that the summertime gave us that freedom to sort of just, what do we want to do? And then it's, it's like, Oh, well, let's go have a sleepover. Oh yeah. What do you want to watch? You want to watch a movie? Oh yeah. Let's watch, you know, Friday the 13th because it came out or something. And so that I think that's what made us always get into Halloween earlier in the summertime because we had that freedom of just watching, you know, sort of whatever. I mean, hell, now now parents probably won't let their kids watch slasher movies that young, but we were yeah, watching you know, super young. That's, I didn't even <laughs> think about that, but I think you're totally right. Um, one of our first episodes on Jack Lantern Press was actually slasher uh, summer slashers and talking about, you know, how during summertime, yeah, that we did a lot of that renting the slasher movies. We'll have to put a link in the show notes. Cause we do talk about that at length to, you know, in that episode, which, um, yeah, that I totally, totally agree. I think that definitely fuels our need for Halloween to come faster. <laughs> yeah. One of the other things that you guys were saying, and it's funny because you guys talk about like pizza and stuff. We've done pizza for a long time, but I think the last four years, not only pizza, but I've been doing like pasta, like spaghetti and meatballs on Halloween. So it's become like a tradition that on Halloween, you know, the scary movies are on, the music's on and, you know, carving pumpkins. But then we're also making spaghetti and it's just a good choice that's good tom and i used to call that guts Uh, (laughs) we used to do spaghetti when we were really young and then as we got older like everyone else we we would do pizza i I, man try going to a pizza place around here on halloween it's freaking packed no place is yeah but pizza here too in jersey was was became the the more dominant thing and it and it might change as i get older kind of like with you matt is that pizza was just because you can, it was so quick, it could be delivered or you could go pick it up and you could actually just grab a slice while you were still setting stuff up and eat at the same time. So it was like one of those convenient sort of things. I think probably as I get older and maybe I'm not doing that, I probably would go back to something maybe like spaghetti and meatballs because you know, you're more relaxed. You're not like hurrying up to set things up, but I don't, I don't know if that time would ever come for me. 
um, just because I'm always, I always feel like I'm busy on Halloween night. Well, that's the thing. I think even as kids, it was like we were so anxious to get out of the house and go trick-or-treating that I think my mom was like, well, I'm not going to put together like a meal like pork chops, vegetables, salad. Like that would take too long to get it to the table. So it's like I'm just going to make some spaghetti, get these kids out of here because we were probably like, oh, let's go. I, I never wanted to eat, you know. No, I didn't either. <laughs> I was like, forget eating dinner. Let's get out in the neighborhood. Let's hit the sidewalks and start getting candy. Exactly. I mean, I felt the same way, you know, it's like, oh, I don't want to eat. I just want candy. And I still eat tons of candy on Halloween too. And if we don't get many <laughs> yeah. trick or treaters, um, you know, Reese's pieces, Twix. I love it. Milky way, dog. Milky, Milky way. way. Yeah. Oh, you anyway, guys are into those, yeah. those wax lips, the wax anything, lips. Oh, yeah. those are terrible. Guys? We should probably wrap this thing up. This one's gone kind of long. Yeah. I mean, else, there's, there's so many different traditions. This one. Yeah, I definitely think we should. And I think, you know, there, I would definitely love to hear from other people. And maybe that could be like one of the questions that we leave in. If you're listening to this on Spotify or anchor where you could actually answer our questions and maybe like, what are some of traditions that, you know, other people, kind of have or celebrated in the past, but now in the future. Yeah. The kind of things that you do to get into Halloween. I like that. Hell yeah. Or even stuff like what is so obscure? Like what is, does people have similarities to us or what are, what do they do? Maybe we, you know, somebody has something cool that they could share with us. Uh, you know, that maybe changes our traditions because somebody brought something else up better. So heck yeah. I'd be and curious. I'll even put that on like our social media pages and stuff. Yeah, yeah definitely. Heck yeah, boys. I'm ready for Halloween. I don't know about anybody else, but now that we're talking about it and getting, I'm getting really excited. Nice. Um, well, Matt, do you want to take us out? And then, um, you know, we, we don't have much longer before we head on out to, uh, Witch's meadow for the, the witching hour. You guys are all going, right? Oh, of course. Absolutely. Nice. All right. So we'll meet up there. Matt, you want to take us out? Oh, I will. I hope everybody is getting into the mood for the Halloween season and you're reading those books, listening to those scary movies, getting ready and getting your popcorn for those scary movies. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Halloweeniacs, which you'll get on the 31st of every month that has a 31st. We do appreciate you listening and make sure to check out the Jack-O-Lantern Press and their Transylvania Traveler because it is one of a great Halloween staples and it should be in your bookcase, as they say, and started a new tradition by reading that book. But thank you for tuning in. Make sure to check out jackolanternpress.com as well as nightmare365.com and we will see you in the pumpkin patch and stay spooky. Spooky.